headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show. Where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of the George Camel popular YouTube show and co-host of the super popular Smart Money Happy Hour is my co-host today. We're back live and at it as you folks are. Hey, have you uh, got the cobwebs blown out from the eggnog yet? Are you back at it? Are you ready to rock and roll? Is it game on? Is there a reset? Is there a cycle that needs to be broken? My buddy Jocko's got everybody resetting and we're breaking the cycle. So whatever it is you got to do, there's got to be a thing and you got to do something different. You got to set these new year's resolutions in process, make a habit happen. And, uh, one of the things that we want you to make a habit of is making sure you go ahead and order George's book. It comes out next week. Next week, wow, George. That's crazy. Yeah, so you can just for a couple more days get all of the pre-sale elements with it. And uh, it's called Breaking Free from Broke, the ultimate guide for uh, more money and less stress. And it's a very millennial cover. Uh, but it's only it's not just for millennials. That's right. I mean, 25 to 55 anywhere in there or a little younger 15, or a little older. 15 to 55 there we go well yeah. a lot of people are saying hey what is the book i can give to my teen that they'll yeah, actually listen to there it is there this it is, is it. Yeah. Yeah, it but the, it. i hope this is the year people break free from broke dave there's yeah. too many people out there and it's not about income we're having people call in and make 200 oh, grand no, my income's everywhere and they're it's drowning in payments a lot of a lot of people would make a lot of money and spend it all so this, like, this like, is the like year they think they're in congress or something i think america's going to unplug from the matrix this year because they're sick of this toxic money culture culture of debt and payments and they're stressed out about what's going to happen in the economy and i just want to hold a financial mirror up and go you're going to solve this it's not go. up to anyone else that's it that's how it's done so the book comes out next week if you order the 20 dollar book today you get about a hundred dollars worth of goodies with it including a couple months of every dollar oh that comes with it anyway that's right. Whether you yeah. buy before or yeah, after, three right. months of every dollar premium, the audio book, which is going to be enhanced with some cool production, the that e-book. audio book. It's going to be the best audio book we've ever done. I love the extra, extra production on it. Yeah. Um, we got a live event happening the launch week that you'll get access to, as well as a video talk I did called Show Me the Money, all if you pre-order. Yeah. So about $100 worth of stuff if you pre-order right now, breaking free from broke. So we'll start the year with a commercial, but we'll keep going. So the deal is that um, and I want to, I'm actually going to carry this over in the next segment. Cause I just looked up and saw how much time I spent yakking about nothing, but the, uh, um, sorry about that guys. I, it was one of my new year's resolutions to not do that. But stop yakking. It's not, uh, no, I can't stop yakking. It's like quiet out here. If you do that, but the, the, um, um, setting and keeping goals, because the thing we have figured out that is unique at Ramsey that the rest of the financial world still struggles with basically is that personal finance is 80% behavior. It's 20% head knowledge. You really fix the person in your mirror or you're just screwed. I mean, you're just not going to, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting and continuing to do the same thing over and over again. Expecting a different result is the definition of insanity and so it is time to break free from the cycle. And that's why we're doing this live stream called that as well. But the, the, but I want to talk about that in this next segment a minute. And But let's set that up a second because I don't think any of you want to miss this next segment. It, it's really de- dialing into, from a business perspective, treating your life like it's a business, how am I going to set my revenue goals, my expense goals, and my profit goals? You know, that's what you do for business. You set a budget. And uh, how am I going to do that in my personal f- situation? 
because everybody's a little bit introspective this time of year. You know, I got an email from a friend of mine doing dry January. So everybody's going to try to do something to be a little better version of themselves, right? And um, I think you should anyway. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of areas. Finance is what we focus on. But now with Dr. John Deloney here, we're covering mental health goals and relationship goals. And Ken Coleman's got work goals. If you want to up your career. And so it's expanded. And you've talked about how you, you don't want a flat tire in any area of life as well, where you, you're great with your finances, but your marriage is on the brink. You've got to excel in all the areas. Yeah. Or you're a great parent, but you're broke all the time. Mm. You know, that's, that ends up by definition, eventually not being a great parent, you know, by definition. And, and so but if you work all the time and you never see your kids, you got a pile of money, then you, you, you know, you again, you're out of balance and people talk about life balance, but, um, I don't want to talk about it in that sense. Cause sometimes that's code for, I want to do, I just want to go over here and not do anything. It can and be call a justification. That life balance. Um, I want to, I want to kick back and call that life balance. No, I want you to kick in. Mm. I want you to get it. I want you to get after it. And whatever the area is that you need to attack, I want you to do it, you know, wholesale and wide open. So, you know, basically, I'm not talking about dreaming. Uh, you know, dreaming is good. Having a dream is a good thing. Being a dreamer has a negative Very, connotation no one, wants, no one wants their kid to marry a dreamer. Yeah. Hey, Dad, I'm getting engaged, and he's a dreamer. Oh, crap. They're going to live in the basement. That's code for you know? unemployed. That's code for I'm an, I, I don't do much. Yeah. So you don't want to be a dreamer. But having vision is a good thing. Well, having a dream is a good thing, yeah. but just only... The, ne- the negative connotation is a dreamer means without action. Mm. And so you want to step into action. And 41% of Americans make New Year's goals or resolutions. Only 8% end up keeping them. I don't. I can't believe it's that high. Only 8%? I would have guessed lower than that. But we're going to talk about in this next segment exactly how to lay out for any area of your life, how to lay out a goal and how to make it work and how to stick to it for the rest of this year. So if you've kind of had a, oh, I laid, uh, or maybe you're really game on. Well, I'm going to give you a little bit, of, a little fine tuning for that next time, next segment here. And we're going to lay it out in a way that, that you're not going to be confused at all about what it takes to win in any given area. And bottom line is it takes your mirror, that person that you ha- they have to step up. Mm. Well, I, you teach this in Entree Leadership a lot, but I love the business analogy going, hey, what if we treated our personal life like it was a business, like there was really something on the line? Because a lot of times when it's just us, Dave, we can let ourselves down all day long, but you can't do that in business. And I think we need to have that level of, of gravity when it comes to our goals this year. Yeah, I'm going to get around to investing someday, but nope. not treat it like it matters. Well, you ought to treat it like it really matters because it does I mean, retiring and eating Alpo is not a plan, you know, retiring and having the, the, you know, the, the dad blame government, you're living on social insecurity Oof. after working your whole life. You're going to let the government, which is well known for its ability to handle money, take care of you. That's a dumb plan. That, that's a definition of mediocrity minus about six degrees. So you don't want to do that, but that's, what's going to happen. If you're on coast mode, you can coast through this society and have a relatively decent lifestyle, high stress, mm. but relatively decent lifestyle. Instead, I would rather just turn on the turn up the heat and let's go get it. Let's go do something different. And all here. that leads to more peace, more confidence, less yep. stress. That's what this is all about. So stay, stay tuned. tuned. It's gonna be good. Stay tuned for the uh, magic formula. Nothing magic about. Dave's it. laying out the secrets for. Can you believe the show no is free? There are no secrets, and there is no magic. Oh, I just hate to tell you all that. It's just. 
grandma's old common sense. That'll work. Those of you that want to lose weight, here, I'll help you with it. Eat less. Whoa. You just and Jenny just Craig, saved, you, saved your money for a diet you book. You and Jenny Craig got, got something going just on. Saved, saved, it for, saved the money on a diet book. You can use it for one of ours. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed experts are always ready to help even with measuring and installation plus there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee and shipping is always free see for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings visit blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45% off that's blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Welcome to the Ramsey Show, folks. We're glad you're here. This is a show that actually helps you want to win at your life. Uh, we started years ago talking about your money. We still talk about money a lot, but we talk about every area of your life. We were talking before the break there about dreams. Dreams with work clothes on are called goals. And you better put some work clothes on if you want to get something done. Um you know, it, it's funny to me that every time I'm lucky, it's usually around the time I'm wearing work clothes. Um, my luck tends to happen the more I work. It's just this honest funny uh, correlation. correlation. You know, I get more luck the more I work. And that's pretty simple the way this is. So dreams that put their work clothes on are called goals. Now, a lot of people talk about setting goals. But let me tell you, if you don't set the goal correctly, you have zero chance almost of hitting it. And it has to have, uh, really, there are five components of a properly set goal. And if you dodge any of them, you lower your probability of hitting it almost to zero. The first three, for sure. If you don't do the first three, you're just done. Mm-hmm. There's not. There's almost no chance you're going to hit it. So I want to lose weight. I want to make more money. I want to... Uh, have a better career i want to graduate from college uh i want to whatever so the, the first two things a goal has to be is you if you say i want to lose weight you're not going to that's not enough that's a dream it's fuzzy it, the first two things a goal has to be specific and it has to be measurable so a goal losing weight is a measurable event earning more money is a measurable event i want to get out of debt that's a measurable event now we've got to get very very specific how much and by when that's a, that's another piece of the puzzle here the third one is time limit yeah when yeah. you have those three together it's magic cuz now it's reality and, yeah well when you put those three together math automatically happens so you know let's just use the weight example a lot of people talking about that this time of year i want to lose Wait, you won't. Okay, that it's measurable, but it's not specific. Okay, how much do you want to lose? Oh, 30 pounds. Okay, now we're measurable and specific. Now, then the question is, do you want to lose 30 pounds over 10 years, and how many times do you want to lose 30 pounds? So, <laughs> That's an important piece of the puzzle. Yeah, so, you know, you, I, I want to earn more money. Great, how much? I want to earn 
$100,000 this year. Okay, how, how, how soon do you want to do it? Now, when you put a time limit on it and you know what the amount is, automatically your brain starts doing sixth grade math. How long, much per long, month? Long division, right? So if I want to lose 30 pounds, when? I want to do it over three months. I say instantly everyone said that's 10 pounds a month. Instantly you're going, some of you are even going further and saying that's two and a half pounds a week. And then you start automatically saying what has to be true that's not true now. And so I'm going to raise my water intake, lower the bread and sugar intake, and um, increase my uh, aerobic activity to 30 minutes a day. These are magical things that you do if you're losing weight, right? If I want to earn more money, okay, well, are you on commission? Do you need to make more sales, right? And so how many more calls do you need to make to make the sales? I had a guy tell me one time, he said, I'm going to earn 100. He's working for us. He said, I'm going to earn $100,000 this year. And I said, no, you're not. He said, what do you mean? You're not going to pay me? And I said, no, you, you, I, I read the sales reports. You don't make enough calls. Mm. to make enough sales on average with our average order value on that call to make a hundred thousand dollars and so how many you know a hundred thousand dollars is eighty three hundred thirty three dollars a month that's twenty one hundred dollars a week what are you going to do to earn twenty one hundred dollars a week and then you figure that out then and what's it take to do that and you're willing to do those steps boom You've done the long division. You've trackable. done the math, right? I'm going to pay off. Thir- you know, a lot of times people call in and they go, well, you know, I've got $75,000 in debt. Okay. Well, what do you make? Well, I make $60,000. Okay. If you pay off $25,000 a year, that's three years. So instantly we're doing, we're setting goals with you when you call in here for you, uh, but also inspiring you by showing you that, you know, if you did roll up your sleeves, earn a little bit more money and lived on less than you make, you could pay off $25,000 a year. That's $2,000 a month. You do that for three years, you paid off $75,000. You start to do the math. And then the math gives you hope because you can really do 30 pounds in in three months. That's not an unreasonable loss Mm -hmm. for most people. Now, you shouldn't do that. You would disappear. I would float away um, into the ether. If I did that, just one of my legs would be smaller. But, you know, that's all. But, uh, but, you know, other people are, right? So everybody's got a different thing. But – 30 pounds is doable. 30 pounds is doable. So you, got, you have to make the goal reasonable, but you want it to be a little bit scary. I think well, if it's too easy. Let me tell you what. If you don't write it down, that's the, th- the fourth one, it makes it hard to do too. Hmm. Once you write it out, there's something that happens. The Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. It says it in Habakkuk, one of the Old Testament books. Write the vision and make it plain. So when you write down, I am going to lose 30 pounds, 10 pounds a month, 30 pounds in 90 days, 10 pounds a month, two and a half pounds a week. Then you step up on the scales and you're up a pound. You got, you got a baseline. You go, all right, now I got three and a half pounds. I'm screwed. You know, I really got to get out of the cookies here. I mean, you just, you start to make the adjustments of what you've got to do. Put up the Christmas cookies. There's enough already. I'm talking to myself now. But Sounds the, personal. Uh, but the, uh, but I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to pay off this debt. If I'm going to pay off $2,000 a month and you look up and you've only paid off a thousand, well, you're off goal. And when you write out your debt snowball, when you write out your budget, which is your monthly goals for money, then you've got it in writing. If you want to earn more, put it in writing and then start talking about what you're going to do to cause that to happen. Cause something has to be different for you to be different. Hello. If you want to be out of debt and you're in debt, something has to be different. So what's going to be different? Well, I'm selling some crap. I mean, we're amputating the Tahoe here. Uh, that, that boat that's been sitting out there in the yard that we act like we use and we don't use, it's gone. I mean, we're, you know, yes, I have a $9,000 riding lawnmower. I'm an idiot, so I'm selling it, yes. Okay? 
I mean, you're an idiot if you have nine thousand dollar riding lawnmower and and you owe nine thousand dollars on it. Now, if you if you're a billionaire and you have a nine thousand dollar riding and lawnmower, you paid okay. cash and you, and you use paid it, cash, that's, that's okay. But that's an idiotic butt thing to do. People do that. So sacrifices must be made. Well, something has to change, and generally, it feel change always feels like a sacrifice. It may not be as sacrificial as you think. It may be you just look up and you go. Oh, there's $50,000 in my savings account. I owe $35,000 on this stupid mm. butt student loan. And apparently Joe Biden is not coming to the rescue. Hello, are you just now waking up to that? And so, I mean, he can't even find my anyway. But the, uh, yeah, so, oh my gosh, are you just now waking? So if the change could simply be you're going to reduce your savings account by $35,000. Ready, set, go. Boom. And you're it's done. still going to hurt a little bit. Tap out. Done. Just like that. And the last one is the goals have to be your goal Mm. that's the unexpected one in the mix here well other people let people set goals for them my mama always wanted me to be a dentist i'm not going to you my parents told me i should stop wasting money on rent and buy a house yeah that's a terrible reason to buy a house yeah and and yet they didn't fund any of this suggestion nope you know they don't pay your bills my friend said i should always have a car payment yeah but he ain't paying it so hello you know, oh, people are always you know, people always got opinions about everybody else's stuff, and you know, my dad always wanted me to be a preacher. I'm not going to your church unless you're talking about God, your dad, God the Father. Uh. But other than that, I don't. I, you know, for people whose earthly father called them into the ministry, they don't make good pastors. Hello, Mm-mm. and so you know, I always you know, but you need to say. So my wife wants me to lose thirty pounds. That's it. Is that a trick question? No. It's not a trick question. It won't work until I want to lose 30 pounds. I, I, mm. I could want to do it to please her. You resent that's her. Really, that's really horrible. That's, that's wussified right there. I mean, my wife wants me to earn more money. No, that won't work. My mama always wanted me to. I don't care what your mama wants. It's time to be a grown-up. If you're 25, your problems are now your problems. You can't blame them on your parents anymore. You're like an adult walking around in like a large body and stuff, and you need to freaking act like it. So you can't, the days of blaming mama and daddy are done. So that expired. Exactly. Now, seven areas we recommend you set goals for certainly financial goals, intellectual goals. You're going to read a book this year. How many nonfiction books are you going to read this year? There's a direct correlation between your income and the level of nonfiction books you read. Read a book. Family goals. How are you going to break that out? Spiritual goals. Prayer time, Bible reading, going to church physical goals we talked about losing weight exercising run a marathon career goals social goals you should set goals in these areas and they should be specific they should be measurable they should be in writing and they need to be your goals not you living someone else's life otherwise it doesn't work this is the ramsey show I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Alyssa is with us in Naples, Florida. Hi, Alyssa. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Just taking a break in my work day. Okay. How can we help? 
So um, I just got remarried in October. And my husband and I, you know, after the wedding, really sat down and took a a good look at our combined finances. Good. And we definitely made a lot of uh debt choices independently and now coming together trying to figure out how we can tackle that hopefully you know for the new year planning on you know having a kid um I already have a nine-year-old daughter and trying to get those you know figured out so that we're not constantly worried about savings and being able to retire Sounds like you need to do all the things that all of us need to do. Yeah. Feed babies, retire, get out of debt, save money, right? Right. Um, And part of the thing that's a little bit frustrating is, you know, between our combined finances, we're bringing in about $11,500 a month and still feel like we can't, you know, we've only got about $3,000 in our savings and not able to really contribute to retirement or anything like that. So trying to figure out... How much debt do you, you have? Know. Um, so student debt, we've got about $140,000. Um, Who's the credit. lawyer? <laughs> I'm the uh, mental health therapist. Ah, okay. So I've, I've, got, I've got about ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he has about 40 and that was, you know, from the, his parents pushing him to go to college. Um, so he has debt with no real, what other debt, have nothing you got? really to show for it. Um, car payments, um, How much? about 60,000 total in our cars. Yo, 60 on your cars. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got, uh, a mortgage that's got about Two hundred and forty thousand. Okay, that's as far as debt goes. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay, so Alyssa, looking at these numbers, let's ignore the mortgage for now and focus on the consumer debt. You've got about one hundred ninety or so in consumer debt, Mm -hmm. and you guys are bringing home what one hundred thirty, one hundred forty grand. And so this becomes a great math equation where we go, how much uh, margin can we create every month to throw at that smallest debt? That's all we're focused on. No saving, no investing. We're not eating out. We've got to make some sacrifices here. How quickly could you pay off? You know, could you throw three, four, five thousand dollars a month at the smallest debt? What's holding you back? I think for me, it's the fear with my daughter, um, making sure that we have enough because with me, with me being self-employed and him doing construction and things like that, I get worried about catastrophic expenses. You know what I'm worried about? You make $130,000 a year and you're freaking broke. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. I think you need right. to be worried about that. You're driving cars you can't okay. afford and you have a lifestyle that's absolutely asinine. Mm-hmm. And that's nothing to do with a nine-year-old. What, what does yeah. she need that's thousands of dollars a month worth? When you say I need it's, to take care of her, it's more. It's more just in case. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, there's no bit, but you're not doing anything about it. You got three thousand dollars, so that's right. a complete red herring. That's absolutely you're not. You're doing nothing about that except creating anxiety. Right. Yeah. So it's time. It's time for a penchant for action. Some urgency here, and say, okay, the more dramatic we, ch- more dramatic we change our life, the more dramatically. Mm-hmm. We change our life. The more sacrificially 
we change our life, the the faster this is going to turn around and we're going to have a pile of cash and we'll be out of debt. Yeah. The, the more you just goof around with it, because here's the deal. You guys just, you guys have no idea where this money goes. Right. And so we're going to get you on a detailed written budget. So here's the thing. What kind of mental, mental health professional, what kind of work do you do? Um, so I do counseling, like therapy, depression, anxiety, stuff like that. Okay. All right. And so what you do is, is, is uh, there's some parallels to what we do. So you can use, mm-hmm. you, you can be physician, heal thyself. Okay. Um, right. So, because here's the thing, you are an objective observer to someone's misbehavior. Right. And you look at that and go, hey, you ought to try this because the way you've been doing it, not working. You know, this yelling and screaming at your wife, not working. You know, this zero activity sitting in a dark room, adding your to your depression. So you need sunlight and vitamin D and activity. So you need to get an exercise and be in sunlight. Helps with depression. Am I wrong? No, okay. not wrong. So, so you send you send somebody because you're in a, but they're sitting in the dark room. They don't see it. So what I want to do here is I just want you to say, okay, if I hired you, you're a smart person. If I hired you, even though you're not a financial professional, it's because the stuff we're dealing with here is sixth grade math. If I hired you to look at this and say, you come in objectively and you look at this family, they make $130,000, $140,000 a year. They have $3,000 in their name. They have $60,000 in car debt, and they have student loans that have been hanging around so long they think they're a pet. They feel stuck. You could objectively look in from the outside like you do every day and look at this the way George and I are looking at it right now going, uh, these people need to tighten things up. They need to sell a car or two. Uh, they're not going on vacation because they're broke. Because they're and if right. they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll change your right. process. And if because you, you if you look at this objectively from the outside, I can see in a three minute radio conversation with you, I I can see forty or fifty thousand dollars a year here that you could throw at this and you'd be out of debt in no time, but it's going to mean you're driving different cars. You're not going on vacation. You're not eating out. And uh, it's not going to be comfortable for a while until you set some new grooves in your brain. Yeah. So we definitely already decided on completely cutting out vacations. Okay. Um, We've had like huge conversations, you know, with family of like, Oh, you know, even like big family crews and just saying, sorry, we can't do it. Um, you're going to learn to so say that, no a whole lot. A yeah. And you're going to say yeah. no so you can say yes. The way we say it is right. you live like no one else so that later you can live and give like no one else. So if I were prescribing to you from the outside looking in the way I'm asking you to do for yourself, I could look at these numbers and say these people have a really tough two and a half years ahead of them so that they have mm-hmm. an awesome life the rest of their life. Yeah. And it's worth it. And it works. Because it is just math. It's just sixth grade math. But it has to do with controlling my the, the, the angry little boy or little girl that lives inside of each of us and making that little person who throws a fit on the cereal aisle and wants fruity pebbles. No, no. Because that little kid, he rises up. I want a new car. I, I deserve. I mean, I have a deg- I have a master's degree. I deserve a good car. No, you don't. You're freaking broke. You deserve freedom, not yeah. this life of stress. And yeah. the math does give me hope in the situation. Oh, yeah. You make plenty. eleven you got, five. You, the beautiful story about your the beautiful part about your story is, Alyssa, you um you have the income. And the parallel would be if you were sitting with a patient who is um master's degreed in something, 
you, you, they have the intellect to adjust their mental behaviors, to, to adjust their mental health with behavior shifts that you with directions you can give them. They have the capacity. Mm. Uh, you didn't call me up making thirty thousand dollars with these numbers. Thank God you call me up making one hundred thirty thousand dollars with these numbers. Yeah. So you can do this, and the correlation is very simple. The deeper you cut, the more sacrificial and weird you are, and it's going to feel very strange for the first ninety days. Um, and then it'll get to be a normal rhythm, but the deeper you cut, the faster you're out. By the way, that works for all of you. The deeper you cut, the faster you're out. And, uh, I'm, I'm a rip the bandaid off guy. Yeah. This, uh, pull it off one hair at a time thing. No, thank that's you. That's a lot of pain. That's why you like to amputate the Tahoe. Just do the big stuff. Yeah, knock it out. It's a stupid car. You'll I'll get, get another, another one later. Stupid car. There's more Tahoe. I got a lot of stupid cars now and you know, but I didn't use to, I mean, it's a stupid car. It's a stupid house. You know, it's just stuff, and you can get you some more stuff, but you can't get your life back. This is The Ramsey Show. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Luke is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where they are crying this morning. Hey, Luke, welcome to The uh, Ramsey Show. Not too many tears to clean up this morning on my end. How's everything going? <laughs> Better than I deserve. Oh, my goodness. Tell me uh, how we can help today. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I'm just looking to uh, get a plan together on uh, possibly buying a house. Uh, not necessarily in a set time frame. Um, dating a girl currently that kind of has her stopwatch clicking on me. And I uh, don't want to go through the whole renting process if I don't have to. So uh, I was just kind of wanting to get y'all's opinion on that. Mm, so you've got a girlfriend. She's wanting you to propose. You're wanting to buy a house. There's a lot going on here. And you're yes, wondering, sir. when is the time to buy a house? Um, yes, sir. How got old it. are you? Uh, I'm 24. When will you get married? Uh, probably in the next year and a half or so. You got any money? Uh, I currently have about... Fifty-three thousand uh, sitting. I know y'all are gonna get upset with me, but uh, in a second account. I'm not upset with you. I'm happy. You're 24 years old. Got 50 grand. That's fair. That's, that's that's you're a stud, man. Way I thought you were go. gonna say, but I have a hundred thousand in debt. You got any debt? Uh, no, sir. Currently uh, living with the parents and have been blessed that they have given me that opportunity. That's incredible. Well, okay. I would just stack up as much cash as you can and, until this wedding, and we'll cash flow it. And then we'll talk about buying a house, but I wouldn't do it before you guys are married. No, I wouldn't. She's going to want a different house than you, the one you picked out. Oh, that is 100% for certain. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So um, ideal is you guys pile up as much cash as you can, and somewhere around a year after the wedding, you're purchasing. Okay. That's ideal. The reason that's okay. ideal is it gives you enough time of being married folk to make a better decision together because you'll make a better decision after you've been married a year than you will one after you've been married one week. Okay. And you'll, cause you will have learned to work together on other things as well during that year. That first year of marriage is very interesting. So, um, you know, you just take that time, get to know her. She gets to know you. And the way we always joke about it is we say it takes about a year to know how far away from your mother-in-law to buy, but <laughs> that, you know, that's about, that's about the measure. So, um, but that, it, you know, there's some truth in that joke. That's why it's funny. But the, uh, uh, but yeah, that, that's, 
that's what we look at. And, and but that means you're going to be like uh, 26 years old, which is okay with me. It also means you're probably going to have a hundred thousand dollars. Yes, sir. Which is okay with me. Love it. Does she have any debt? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Um, she comes from a pretty well-off family. That doesn't and, mean a thing. Oh, I know it doesn't mean a thing, but from what I've heard and seen, it doesn't look like she does. Um, okay. Okay. So, that just might delay it if I'm, she did, but it sounds like you guys are both going to get married completely debt-free with a pile of money in the bank, which is the best case scenario. Before you start talking about so, putting a ring on, on uh, this finger uh, as an engagement, you need to know everything about her financial life, and she needs to know everything about yours. Yes, sir. Now, one follow-up question. Um, what do you suggest I do? Because um, obviously... $53,000 sitting in the bank is not doing me any good. I mean, it's doing me a lot of good just sitting there, but I feel like I could use it elsewhere, you know, finance or, or some kind of account with a financial manager of some sort. I don't think uh, I'd get you fancy. Think? You might do a high yield savings account, which might pay okay. you in this current world, what, three or 4%, something like that, instead of a half a percent if the bank, I don't know what the bank's paying you, but talk to that bank about a high-yield savings account. If they don't have one, shop around and find one. What are those paying that you're... Yeah, I am I got one that's about 5% right now, okay, but you can five. easily find one that are in the four range. Yeah, four and five is, but I really don't, I'm not going to try to get rich on this money. I just don't want to lose it, and I want to I want to be wise with it, which is what you're asking. Yeah. I don't want you to pay a half a percent or something silly sitting in checking. But you but, got like a two-year time horizon. You don't want to go investing in the market, and all of a sudden your account dipped 20% because of yeah. a bad year. Yeah, you're not going to buy a house because of the amount of money this account makes. You're going to buy a house because of how wise you are putting money into this account. It's the savings rate, for sure. That's where that's where this money's coming from. John's in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Hey, John, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey there. Thank you so much for having me. Better than – great, man. How can we help? All right. So my question is I, I'm on baby step number two, just kind of started uh, following y'all's stuff, and I'm super stoked about it. Um, my wife and I are teachers and we are set to have some loans forgiven, not through the public service loan program. Cause I have learned through y'all that that is not a good route to go, but, um, our state, South Carolina will forgive loans, um, for teaching in high areas of need. Um, wife is special ed teacher and I teach at a school with like uh, low income students. Yeah. At what um, rate do they forgive it? So, um, they actually don't my, forgive it. They pay it. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, so my, mine can be, uh, they will forgive up to 5,000 after five years of teaching. $5,000 after five years. Yes. That's nothing. Okay. What's the other one? Um, so they will forgive, uh, 17,500 of my wife's after five years. Okay. So that's $5,000 a year. No, no, it's not five years. You said, neither one of these worth screwing with y'all need to just get out of debt. Just go ahead because total we have sixty four thousand. Yeah, but twenty two five of that is you're waiting five years on twenty two thousand dollars. Now I don't. I want you to have a life. Yeah, and you won't so, be locked uh, in. Some of these, some of these things forgive like ten thousand dollars a year, and none of the ones you're doing do that. So that's why I was asking yeah. how it worked. But um, no, that's not that's not generous enough for me to be wanting to stay in debt and also to have the golden handcuffs. You may decide okay. to change the direction of your teaching career, and you don't want a lousy $1,000 a year motivating you on that. 
Right. Um, so follow up with that. I'll be to the point. I only have one year left until I can get that 5000 Well, that makes a difference. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I'll, I'll take it then if it's one year. I thought we were starting Ready, Set, Go today. What about yeah, your wife? What about your years. wife? How long to the seventeen five? Yes, sir. She has uh, three years left. Um, so that is a little more touch and go. I'm I'm probably okay with both of those now that you changed my time okay. horizon. Okay. Um, Would you guys stay in those careers in those areas? He just wasn't for on the table. One year he will. So take the five grand. But her three for year, sure I will. Um, the the question is with her. Um, special ed is just a very difficult field. Yep. And, um, very stranger support is is not where it needs to be and we have a one-year-old and one on the way so her ability to stay in the field we're not really sure with that so yeah i'm leaning towards like hey should we just pay it off i'm and with that i'm with that all right here's the other thing you could do and this is what i was going to recommend at the close of the call is go ahead and set a separate savings account up with that amount of money in it mm. to where you have paid it off it's in your debt snowball but you're holding the money, and then the day she decides, I want to be with my babies instead of the strain of strain of this job, uh, boom, you pull a trigger, write the check, and it's done. Uh, okay, that's 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 very smart. Okay. That takes the pressure off of her to stay in the job, uh, uh, past when she should, um, with little babies, and, and then, uh, but your five is going to be here in 20 minutes. I mean. Right. Right. You don't even have to, if you want yeah. to set that aside too, until the five hits, you can, but, um, it just gives you an extra bump towards your baby step three emergency fund then. Cause you still got what? Right. 40 grand left after, even after both are, would be forgiven. Uh, pretty yeah. much. Unfortunately, we both have masters, um, in teaching. And, um, so yeah. What's your household income? Uh, household income is, uh, teaching salaries is one Oh five. And then I work in the summer. So it's about one fifteen altogether. Good for you. Okay, good. Very cool. Well, I mean, you're, you're going to be okay. You're gonna be fine. It's just a matter of kind of analyzing the, you know, where the squeeze meets the juice. Right. Mm. Yes, sir. And yeah, that I, I, so always, if, even if there's a forgiveness program we go along with, we say set the money aside in savings, which keep, takes away the golden handcuffs. That's the big thing you want to do there. So good question, man. Good question. You sound like you're a good dad, a good husband. Proud of you. Keep it up. Happy New Year. This is The Ramsey Show.